Welcome everyone. Hello. Welcome to Women a Podcast show to a new episode. Today with my guest Ginger. Ginger, thank you very much for being here today with me. No worries. I appreciate your time and your presence. And I'm really excited about this episode because today is the first time we are actually recording audio and video together. Today's episode is very special because I think it's very important to talk about what we are going to talk about. Especially because there are many women and many people who I think need to hear today's message mm-hmm. and experience which you, Ginger, went through, which is not easy to talk about. No, it's not, but yes, yeah. I will. That's why I'm very, very appreciative for you to be here today. I need to give you a huge credit for, for that. And yes, we are going to talk today about abuse and domestic violence. And I want to say firstly, before we dive into the conversation, before I ask you questions, that this situation that mostly women are going through, that experience of being abused, is not 100% related to women only. And I want to say to the audience and to everyone that we know also men who are going through these things. Also, if you feel like this conversation is bringing you some uncomfortable feelings, Feel free to step away, feel free to take a break and come back to listening and to watching this episode whenever you feel like. And I want to say to you, Ginger, as well, just share whatever is comfortable for you and whatever you feel like needs to be shared. I really want to thank you again for being here. Today's topic of the episode is domestic violence and abuse. And Ginger went through, as I said, challenging time in her life. And... I guess we are ready to dive in into into the conversation. Definitely, yes. Tell me maybe, where do you think all of this started and how do you remember your childhood and how do you remember that period of your life? So, it all started when I was very young, probably about four, when I got sexually abused by two guys that lived in our house. So they were renting, and in those days, you know, people were giving out rooms anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was just going to the toilet, but the way our house was designed, it had like a, you went up the stairs, and then there was the toilet and a the bedroom. Then you go around the corner and upstairs, and then there's more bedrooms. So that's where they picked me up from. So you went to the toilet, and then when they pick you up? Yeah. What does that mean, they pick you up? They cover, one of them covered my mouth and just lifted me up and took me into the room, threw me onto the bed. <sighs> they rubbed themselves, they touched me, put a cigarette in my mouth so I don't scream. Because they said if I do, it's going to burn me anyway. So obviously as a child you don't know, you know, what's going to happen and what not. And yeah, I think that played badly in my life because it changed me. I was too young to tell anyone. And being from an Asian community, it's like no one believes you anyway. You're the girl in the family. And even at that age, they'll probably say, how do you know about things like that? Yeah, it's happened to you. Other than that, I think, yeah, I don't think anyone would have believed me. So, because I was so scared, I remember my sister was sewing 
with a needle and mm -hmm. she put the needle into the carpet just for a few seconds. That was my chance. So I went and put my knee on it. I know it's a bit silly and, you know. So your sister put a needle onto yeah, the carpet? Yeah, while she was sewing, just okay. so that she could just sort something out. Ah, I see. So she put it, she dug it into the carpet mm -hmm. so she can just pick it up from there. And yeah. I saw it and I went and put my Why knee on it. Why did you do that? Because just reason? to hurt myself, just so that I wouldn't have to go upstairs on my own. Okay. So, so that, that meant that yeah, somebody so, had to go with you? So I was scared that I'd have to go upstairs alone. Okay. And After the incident? Yeah. And so I did anything and everything. So I ended up doing that. It broke in my knee and then went to the doctors. They took it out. Luckily, it hadn't travelled anywhere up or down. It was just there. But that gave me a few weeks because I wasn't allowed climbing. So mm -hmm. I'd have to go escorted with someone from the family to the toilet and back downstairs. So for me, it was okay. Safe for it you It was safe do. for me, mm -hmm. yeah. Even though it was hurting you? Yeah. Yeah. So you said you've been four years old mm. when that happened? I know people think it's weird that I still remember it, but I think it's a scar. It's a, it's a very emotional experience. Yeah. And what we remember, what stays in our mind, is usually connected to strong emotion. Yeah. Strong, strong emotional experience. So and you sort of you feel it a lot. Mm -hmm. And even now, I mean, sometimes I can end up thinking about it, but but I don't remember their faces now. I wish I could, but I don't. I know it was two guys. They were both. Muslim guys. Mm. So they were strangers I, renting rooms yeah, in the house? They weren't family. Okay. I'm not saying I've never had that from family. I've had some relatives trying things on, but then I think it was just me pushing everyone away. Mm -hmm. For your safety? Yeah, for my safety. People say it's easy because, oh, you're a child. Not that you remember, but you don't. You'd never forget. You know, it's something that stays with you. And you said at the beginning it had a big impact on your life. Yeah, because I, I started self-harming myself. After that? Yeah, because it was my way of... I think it's then that I knew, when I'd done the needle part, I knew that, okay, because I've hurt myself, I have to have someone with me. So I used to, any time that I felt like I needed someone, I'd just cut myself or... It didn't hurt me. It wasn't like I was like cutting and screaming. It just sliced, and that was it. And what was? Can you recall that? Like, what did what did it gave you? Was it that how the emotional response did you get from that, or was it from my family? No, no, no. From from myself cutting yourself. <sighs> Satisfaction, I think. I don't know why. Can you explain that? Like, what exactly that means? Even though I was harming myself. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel it. So you didn't when I feel cut, the pain? I didn't. And even if I did, it was like, it's all right, I've had worse. I don't know how people might think, but... Sometimes people do that to punish themselves. Yeah, I felt like it was my fault. It's Okay. You feel it's your fault because you're a child and you think, okay, was it my fault or did I do this? Did I do something wrong to deserve that? Yeah. Right? It's like you think, hmm, yep. you, don't, you don't want it, but 
it happened to you. So, and especially in the Asian community, they always say, oh, it's the girl's fault. doesn't matter what. You know, you can get beaten up black and blue. You can get raped a thousand times. It's still going to be the girl's fault because of anything, I suppose. Even as a child, you sort of think, okay, you know, you haven't even, you, you're going nursery and you haven't done anything wrong, but that's happened to you and you're thinking, okay, you know, it's your fault because you're a girl, but it's not. Even guys go through it and, you know. So tell me what stopped you from telling someone, sharing that experience with someone, asking for help from someone? As I said, being in the Asian community, okay. I don't think I could. Because of the response they would get? Yeah. Because like, it would be even more guilt on yourself? I would feel like it's my fault. I don't know. When I was young, I remember my mum speaking to my older sisters. So remembering there's an age gap between me and my sisters. So I have two older sisters and it's a nine year and a four year age gap between me and my sisters. Mm -hmm. And so you end up listening to their convo. So my mum was explaining, you know, you don't allow men to do this, you shouldn't do this. And if you do, it's normally our fault because we're girls, you have to be careful and so on. So I heard all that. And so when it happened, it was like, I can't tell anyone because it's my fault. So is this conditioning? Yeah, because you sort of cultural. think, even though she didn't say it to me, mm -hmm. but I heard it. You heard it, yeah. It's just stuck in my mind that it's my fault. You know, even though I know it wasn't my fault. Now was, you know it wasn't your fault. Yeah. When did you realize it wasn't your fault? Or are you just saying it? <laughs> <laughs> no. I actually, I don't know. I've logically you realize it wasn't your fault. Yeah. But the feeling that is stuck within you. You'll still have that. You still have that. I think you'll have that until the day you die. That's not. It's like imprinted. Away. Yeah. From that. Because moment. it's. It's made you realize what can happen to a child. And I wouldn't want that upon anyone, you know, a child or adult. It's not something that, you know, I think is nice. I think it's a horrible thing to do. Of course. And I don't know. I think with me, I was, I don't know. I wasn't scared. I just didn't know how to say things. I was. I think I found comfort in self-harm. That was your That was my expression. way. Of, yeah. That's my way of releasing. Releasing, yeah. Myself. And even though it's a stupid thing to do, but I mean, I'm shocked I didn't infect myself with anything, but I, I used to just, you know, even if no one was listening, if I'm trying to get a, a word in edgeways, then I'd just look and I think, okay, they're not going to listen. So just cut myself and say, hey, look, I'm bleeding. Then they'll turn. It wasn't that I wanted the attention. Sometimes you want someone to listen to you, but they're not. Mm -hmm. They're sort of like, okay, you know. But then you sit there and you think, well, this happened to me, but then I solved it by hurting myself and I didn't have to see them. And then they left and it was fine. You know. Did you feel safer? What, when they left? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I ever felt safe mm -hmm. in my life. 
I can't say because it's just I went I've been through a lot it's not just that yeah you know, we started from that there, was but... the start yeah and then I ended up with so much going on in my life that I'm shocked I'm alive so what would you say was the biggest impact it had on your life currently on your choices or your decisions in your adult life adulthood that experience early in the childhood I think it just messed me up anything I wanted to do I used to be worried so I don't know I didn't do much in my life that I can say oh yeah you know I made this of myself I've done that of myself I've worked worked hard I haven't got nothing to show for it because I haven't got anything and people look at me and think oh yeah she's probably got loads and but I know I don't it's I always go back down to zero I get played by people I get used by people and I'm still thinking okay now I've just gone okay this is what I'm doing you take one step back from me I take 10 and that's it I'm not gonna get let anyone use me anymore I've had enough okay. yet yeah. people still try it but I'm just the type that no I mean I had gone to a point that I really needed money help you know I said to everyone well I'll pay you back it's not that I'm not gonna once I get a job I'll pay back and uh, yeah I had people saying yeah we'll help but there was a price to it mm-hmm. but I weren't willing to do that so I'd have to sell myself basically let them use me how much they wanted but no I thought to myself nope I have more self-respect mm-hmm. you know if I'm low on cash now one day I'll probably be fine you know but now I didn't let anyone use me but I do feel a lot that people out there aren't they say things but they don't mean things so if someone says to me oh they're gonna really help me out with stuff and I don't think I believe anyone nowadays you know it's not a nice thing to say but because someone might out be out there that would generally yeah, help yeah no I don't think I could say trust, yeah. yeah I can't I don't have trust in anyone anymore mm-hmm. because of the experience you've had yeah I've had I've been hurt a lot of times tell me about your marriage first one yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh remember so, to share whatever my you feel marriage confident. the first marriage so anyway I was a virgin when I got married Well, I was 16. So I was 16 years old. Mm. And a virgin. So my husband hid the bed sheet. Say it again. Because of, he hid the bed sheet when I lost the virginity. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know he'd hidden it. And one day my sister asked me, because she was married to his older brother, which she still is, asked me where the sheet is. And I go, oh, I think he threw it away. So she was hoovering in my bedroom and she went under the bed with the hoover and it must have sucked out the sheet. So she goes, oh, you're a liar, you know, you should have thrown it away. Why did you say to me it's, he threw it? I go, oh, I didn't know, you know. So she went and threw the sheet and well, I didn't think twice. So when he came home from work, we were sitting there, I was just watching TV in the bedroom and he walks in 
we said hi and I go to him oh you know what he goes what I go you know the bed sheet from our first night he goes yeah he goes I go well my sister threw it away because you know she goes you're meant to throw it away mm -hmm. and he just slapped me gave me a backhander I was like did he just hit me then he slapped me again so then I got angry and I just smacked him but I I had very long nails then <laughs> and then I just went like this and yeah. it just went up his arm like across Clutch, his arm yeah. and you know I, all I said was well what did you want to do with it he goes oh, I want you to show my cousins I go why to prove that you're a virgin I go it's got nothing to do with them and why do you need to prove to them oh they used to see you walking home with guys I go yeah school days I did you know half of them were mates of half of the boys I used to walk home with were friends their brothers or sisters were friends of my siblings mm -hmm. so we all knew each other so I'd walk home with them anyway I didn't give a toss about that but the thought of him having to show his cousins just because one of his cousins wanted to marry me and I didn't want to marry him I thought that was a disgrace yeah it's got nothing to do with anyone if I'm yeah. a virgin or not and then, yeah, that led to a lot of beatings. I got beaten up when I was pregnant. We had a dog, and uh, Rocky, his name was. And he saved me one night from a beating, because I was getting beaten, and then he went to attack. Who saved my, you from a beating? My dog. Your dog, okay. So he then he slept with me all night on the sofa. But I was pregnant at that time, mm -hmm. with my first child. So what have you been beaten for again? Like, in other Anything and everything. You never had, his thing was that, oh, you threw the sheet, I wanted to prove, but you don't need to prove that I'm a virgin, you don't need to prove to anyone, only you and I should know about it, you know, but for him it was something he needed to show people, but he'd, you know, if I didn't sleep properly, he'd hit me, if I spoke he'd hit me he beat me up one time in front of his parents just because i said that what the parents said that i should get money off my father because he had three jobs so he was in the army and then he worked two other jobs so obviously he gets pension from all three places and my ex-father-in-law came up with oh you should get money off your dad i said for what and he goes, oh, well, you know, we need it. I'll go, well, no. He goes, oh, he's worked all his life, he's got pensions. And I go, yeah, well, you know, if you can pick up a cigarette to smoke, you can pick up your hands to work. <laughs> and that was it. I got a yeah. good beating that time as well. In front of his parents, you said? Yeah, saying? and they didn't say anything, and I was pregnant. And they well. didn't think. I mean, I'm shocked my son's alive because... He kicked me in the stomach a few times. Which month have you been in? Yeah. What was it? I mean, it doesn't matter About really much. Six, seven. Six, seven. And even with, you know, like when he beat me up in front of the dog and the dog went to attack him, I was just shocked because he beat me up for no reason. It was a habit, I think. It became a habit, right? They, for him and his family, I think it was just a habit. It was fine to beat up women because they're allowed because they're guys, but it's not, 
you know. It's not, and this is why it's so important to mm. to have this conversation. There was one time, our neighbours across the road had a twenty first birthday party, or I think it was an eighteen twenty first. So they invited us, and he said, "You can go. I'm not going to go because I'm going to, you know, come back from work." And so I put my son to sleep, and went across the road. I think I just danced the first dance and he must have been looking at through the window. And everyone's like, there's some guy looking through the window. So obviously they recognised him, opened the door and he goes to me, oh, the baby's crying. So I said to them, okay, I'm going to go because he's crying. I've got to go. And I went home, looked and he was fast asleep and he started beating me up. Oh, you were dancing. I was like, okay, but you said he's awake that you didn't need to lie, you could have just said, let's go home. Then my son was crying and all he could do was hit me. He smashed my head against the radiator. God knows how many times. I was black and blue all over. I had two black eyes. He threw me down the stairs, kicked me. And then it stopped because the neighbours came with food. But I didn't. I couldn't open the door because yep. of what happened. I didn't even show my face for a few days, but by the time I did, I still had the bruising. Nobody asked you anything? Yeah, they all knew, I think. they all, No one was going to help. No one's ever said, here, you've so been beaten up. You didn't help. have anyone at the time who you could talk no. to about these things, a friend or someone who could... No, not really. No. Because I think I was more isolated. Mm-hmm. I never told my parents because... My sister used to go through the same thing, but she used to tell them, and I've seen all they're crying and them worried and all that. And so don't I thought, to, you know, you don't want to do that. You don't want to worry them yeah. even more, which so, actually is kind of going then against you because you're suffering yeah, in silence. because I'm suffering, but I think because of everything I've been through, it probably just made me feel, okay, you can deal with it. You know. So, did you ever thought that that's, did that ever cross your mind that actually that's right yeah. and that, yeah? Like, yeah, I knew it was wrong. It's you like knew that was I wrong. I had a okay. shop in Holloway. It was an off-license grocery and a video ex, so opposite Holloway Prison. I mean, a lot of people might know what it is, but some might not. And yeah, I had the workers that were working with me. One time he hit me in the shop and... Worker? No. No, no, my ex. And mm-hmm. then the workers were like defending me and one jumped over the counter to hit him and I got in the way. I said, no, you're not going, you're not going to go down that road. Okay. So then he walked out the store and I chased him saying, look, you know, that's fine. I understand you went to help me, but there's no point. And I just... Because yeah, they would I'd get want, into trouble. Yeah, because I didn't want him getting into trouble and, you know, because he was young and, yeah. Looks like you're always thinking about somebody else yeah, rather than I yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my mistake in life. I know people are probably thinking, oh, you know, she's a nutcase, but I'm not. I think that was my way of dealing with my life, you know. Even, I think even now, I'm like that. I care, I worry more about others than myself. And I hardly, I hardly look after myself to be honest. There's things I would like to do, but I don't do. Yeah, that's it basically. I'm, 
I do wonder how I'm still alive. Do you? Yeah, I wouldn't kill myself. I know a lot of people would. But honestly, all the women out there, I would say don't. And guys, because that's the easy way out. Mm-hmm. The hardest way is living. And I think I'd just go for the harder. I don't know. I think it's, for some people, I understand what they're going through. But then taking your own life isn't the way to go about it. You forget at that point. You do it, and then you forget there's other people that are going to have to live with it. So you're going to have a family or someone that actually does care for you. Yeah. At one time, I remember I was I, I was making food. So I had vegetables boiling on the gas, and I had a chicken and things in the oven. And he came home with his brother, drunk, and looked at me, and I was in the kitchen. And I go, what's the matter? Oh, the food's not ready yet. I go, no, just a few more minutes. He picked up the vegetable pan and just swung it, just threw it at me. It missed my face by probably an inch. So here's, I was right against the wall. And it was only a small kitchen, and he just swung it. He just threw it at me. I'm quite shocked it didn't, it would have burnt my face, but it didn't. Uh-huh. For some reason, I was lucky. But, yeah, we ended up with two children. Left me before the second one was born. Got married. Started a family in India. And, yeah, so I was left fully pregnant with £10. Mm-hmm. That's it. With two children. So, yeah. I'm glad, in a way, he's gone. I did, every time I went to get divorce papers signed he would be like why don't you stay with me and go well you've already remarried and no I don't think I could stay with you then he'd say oh I'm drinking alcohol because of you I'll go you drank alcohol before I even met you so yeah I don't know if he's happy in his life but his his thing was that when I had my daughter it can't be a girl because He's not ever going to have a daughter because God doesn't give guys daughters. So I was a bit confused about that one. But yeah, we did have a daughter, but he ended up with twins that were girls. And it was like, okay, you know. I mean, good luck to him in his life. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he does or, you know, what he does, but... What would be your message for him? What would be my message? What what would you tell him? I would say thanks for the kids, (laughs) because I love them to bits. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you wasn't in their life. Other than that, yeah, you taught me a massive, massive, what can I call it? A lesson lesson. in life. Was it a lesson? Never to let yourself be put down low you know the the guys that beat you up that's the way they show their aggravation Mm -hmm. and there are guys that talk and say things I think the beatings fine you get bruised you might end up with broken broken skull broken whatever and you know everything but when the guy says things with his mouth hurt more than what the bruising did. Mm -hmm. 
I think. That's uh, that's what you mean, yeah? Yeah. Because so. you experience both, right? Yep. <laughs> People are probably why is she laughing, but it's it's a hard one to go through. The emotional abuse. Yeah, everything. Uh, yeah, of course. All of it. It's yeah. like, you sort of think, okay, I came out of that one, but mm-hmm. I've got myself into that one, mm-hmm. and what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, your life is, once you have children, I think it's not just you. You have your kids to think about. When your kids are going through things, you don't want them to go through anything because you're thinking, okay, I'm going to try helping them, but you don't always end up helping them. My question before you continue is that some women stay in abusive relationship because having kids saying, I'm going to leave the partner later mm. when the kids are going to be older. But because what we talk about as well, the early childhood experience is has a such impact on the whole life later. Yeah. What sense. is your what is your opinion about women who are staying in a busy relationship saying, Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna just go cont- after after my kids are grown. <sighs> it's kind I of I would long. say it's a true thing. But whether they do it or not is a different thing. You always it doesn't matter what race you are what religion you are you'd always if you have a heart you're always going to think about your child yeah it's easy to say very hard to do yeah. and i know things are not black and white no so there are a lot of things to so do. there are a lot of women out there that could be earning could be could be earning good mm-hmm. money but then the guy will be like i think a lot of guys are jealous when a girl makes more money than what they do but there are a lot of girls out there that think, okay, if we leave him, what is the impact going to be? I know that I said to my own mum that I'm going to leave my husband and her reaction was that you've been divorced before. And what would the community say? So this image yeah, in society. Yeah, sort of think, okay, you know... I did say to her, you know, you can. It would be nice if you, if you would just speak up for me mm-hmm. for a change and not for what is right. Yeah, what's right and what's R- not. Yeah. But I mean, I love my mom to bits. I'm not going to say I don't. I probably never got much from her love wise because my middle sister got most of it. But I'm not jealous about that. I just think, okay, that's the way things were. But. It's nice if someone would just say, you know, come it's here. fine. He, yeah. And like hug you and, yeah. okay, I hear you. Mm. you Even if you that. don't want to hug someone, just I hear you. Yeah. You know, just be there for each other. It's not going to hurt. If you see, I mean, a lot of people nowadays don't talk about emotion. They just keep it. They build it up and that's it. I don't talk much about emotion, to be honest, until I found you. But... <laughs> <laughs> And I got it all, guys. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I really don't. It's like I've started working and the first thing people judge is your weight. They look at you and, oh, she's fat. They don't think there might be a reason for it. You Which know, you can't control. Be, yeah. You know, there might be something that she's going through or, you know, anything. It doesn't mean you're fat or you're skinny or anything. People look at when someone's really skinny, okay, 
she's got eating disorder. When she's fat, okay, she doesn't know when to stop. You know, the funny thing is they don't say it to a guy. Mm. The bigger he is, oh, you know, he's eating well and this and that. But to a girl, it's always like, okay, you know, can't you control yourself? But, I mean, I had it. I, As I told you, if you remember, someone said that to me, oh, it's a good thing that you're at a certain place because you're running around a lot. I looked, I didn't even realise until the other colleagues that were sitting there went, made a reaction with their face, like, oh my God, he really said that to her. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him and I said, are you saying it about my weight? I said, do you know that I go to the gym five times to six times a week, in a week? And he was like, he looked at me and he didn't say anything. Can I go, it's easy for a guy or anyone to judge someone just because they're fat. They never ask, you know, what's wrong. Yeah. So don't judge a book by its cover because that's not how you do it. Read it or ask them. Assumptions, right? It's it's just annoying because you've gone through so much in your life and then you have that just because you're fat. You see, if I lose weight, my husband starts worrying that I'm losing it for guys and not for me. Whereas yeah. when I lose weight, I want to lose it for me and not for a guy, not for him not for anybody, for myself, just so that I can get my health back to normal. And I don't know, it's just, I've had so many operations. No plastic surgery, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Other health operations. But it's just, just people, you know, judging. I don't like that. There was one time a friend of mine said, one of an ex-colleague said to me, it was a, it was a little topic of hers for every day for a, a week. So we would be on the bus. Oh, do you know, Ginger, that when we're, before we're born, we sit there with God and we write everything down, what we want in life. I was like, okay, that was day one. Day two, the same. Day three, she did the same. This guy turned around and he said to me, Ginger, I said, yeah, tell your friend to shut up. I was like, he goes, I've had enough. Day three now, and she's talking about the same topic over and over. And I kept saying to her, that's fine, that's your opinion. Not everyone might, you know, agree to it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, day four, the same thing. Day five, she started in the store where we were working. And I think that was the last straw for me. That's where I just turned around and said, just shut up. Because I don't know if you know anything, but, you know, life isn't as easy as you say. Why would a child sit there and ask God to be let them be abused? Please do tell me. Did, you, just, ask, did you ask this openly, yeah? She just didn't know what to say. Yeah. And I go, well, I'll tell you one thing. I was child abused. So I do not remember or I don't think I would have asked God to let that happen to me because... You know, I just wouldn't. I think that's a horrible thing to ask God. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say anything that happens to you, like your any pain, that God chooses the strongest people. Mm-hmm. Because he knows they can, they can overcome. Yeah, but come on. How much can you give one person? I always think that. Everyone says it to me. Oh, you know what, Ginger? You're strong. You can handle it. You know, yeah, you're but getting... I would rather not. <laughs> if 
There was Ginger from years ago, the four-year-old coming here today. What would you tell Change. her? What would you tell her? With the mind you have, with the experience you have already today, what would you tell to the little girl? Oh God! I'm giving you some hard questions. Oh, you don't <laughs> that one is a hard one. What would I, I say to her? Honestly, I'd say do what you want to do because it's not going to happen otherwise. Don't don't get married at such a young age. Don't ruin your dreams for others. Study, which I didn't do. That's my biggest regret. Because I was going through so much, your mind goes through so much. And then a lot of, even school days, like, I would say to her, you know, you made a lot of friends, but those friends turned out to be horrible. I talked, I still talked to a lot of them, but I, don't, I would never forget what they used to say. Mm -hmm. It's easy, like, okay, I'm not saying I'm, you know, the best, but I didn't do anything wrong in my life in that sense. I never treated anyone horrible. I remember one of you know, one time one of the guys was treating his girlfriend really horrible and I had to go at him. But then instead of saying thanks, it was like, I didn't mean to push him down the stairs. Oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> ginger. It was only because he was by the stairs and I just went like this very lightly and he was at the tip of it. I didn't realise. But I got told off for it. Which I understand. Was it that when you were in that school? Yeah, I was only young. So it wasn't like, you know, I was a teen or anything. But he was being really rude because of mm. her name. And I said, she's your girlfriend. She does so much for you. What, you know, what else do you want? But anyway, I got told off for it. I remember one time we had a, it was, we had, it was a talent show. So we had to stay behind, but we were told we we're going to be going home about six-ish. We'll be home, so obviously we all ended up telling our parents six o'clock. We didn't get home until nearly nine. So we kept asking the caretaker, can we go? Can you open the gate so that we can go? He said no. So what me and the girls did, we went, we climbed over the gate. So I helped all the girls. So jumping, like getting on my mm -hmm. hands and lifting them and they climbed over. Then I climbed. And as I put my leg over, the caretaker went, oi. As soon as he said, oi, I looked up. My foot slipped from the spike mm -hmm. and it dug into my leg. Mm -hmm. So, oh, shit, what am I going to do now? So I just put my leg out jumped off and then one of the girls had a handkerchief so just put that on it even though it was bleeding got home the first thing I did was get a slap because I was late from my mum <laughs> and it was like you late yeah yep it was three hours late so obviously how old was I then I was about 10 that time so I understand her point she was probably terrified of you know yeah yeah where i am yeah. and that i tried explaining she didn't want to know and i was like okay 
But then I didn't tell anyone about my leg mm-hmm. until my sister found out a few days later. And then my mum was like, oh, my baby, but too late now. I've suffered through everything, you know, the pain and all that. And still never got the doctor to see it. So even when, if I have a scan on my leg, the part that I had the spike is so, it's just like a round hole. I learned how to do first aid very quick in my life. <laughs> too quick, I life think. Life taught you, right? Yeah. Many things. So... Like even massages and everything. I learned at a very young age to survive. But I think a lot of things, when you go back in life, if I have to tell my younger self, mm-hmm. I would say live your life to the full and do what you want to do. People are going to, you know, they're going to judge you no matter what. You could be the richest, they're going to judge you. You could be the poorest, they're going to judge you, you know, and if you're in the middle, they still judge you. So where are you meant to be? You know, if anyone can reply to that, please give me an answer. You know, it's it's horrible the way people treat each other, and I think it's the worst thing to do. Never treat each other like shit, because at the end of the day, one day we're all going to die, right? We all came alone, we're going to go alone. No one's going to go with us, right? Mm-hmm. So... I always think whatever it's going to be in life, it should be, you know, people remember you for you, not for your money, mm-hmm. not for your looks or anything. I think if you have a heart and you're actually sweet, I think that's what they remember you for. And we were talking about this before as well, that what happened to you mm. didn't go you into the position of being doing the same thing to others, which yeah. sometimes people recycle the yeah. behavior. But you're still so anyone, no. but you're still so caring mm. and so with your heart on your sleeve and Yes. I go through a lot of in my life, so I just think, do I want anyone else going through that? Okay. Which is no I don't. Yeah. You know. I've stuck up for everyone in my life. But no one really sticks up for me. So I always think, okay, there must be something I'm doing wrong. I think that. There must be something that's me. What is it? I don't know. Tell me what beliefs you have about yourself. Before? Now. Or now? What beliefs? Beliefs. Like, I believe I am confident. I am capable of doing things. I am strong. I am... Say I'm, I don't know about being strong. Such as example, but <laughs> go on with yours. <laughs> confident. Am I confident? I try to be. I can't say I am because I've got so much baggage that even if I try getting rid of it, it's never going to get rid of. It will always be there with me because cars, you know it's my something that I've been through. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm strong. I try to be. I can do things, but funny thing is everyone pushes me back down. It's like with my online business. I'm allowed mentioning that, right? Well, it's too late now. <laughs> no, yeah, go on. Um, go on. Even with that, you know, no one wants to help me with it. It's like, oh, it's okay. It's just her sort of thing. 
but they'll do it for others and it's like you're doing something similar for other people but it comes to me why not why is it always no you know you sort of think well okay that's it then it's that's fine but I don't know how do you see yourself Ginger how how do I see myself yeah what would your friend the best friend Mm. tell about yourself I don't know I don't have a best friend (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a best friend to be honest because I can't I don't know who to trust and who not to trust so I talk to people there's people that I care about but whether they can say things about me I don't know what they thought think about me I think half the people just think I'm an idiot because that's it really you know she's I'm not how can I put it so for myself I'm not I can do things if I have the right backing so if I have that if I have the right amount of if I have the money that can help resources yeah any type of resource mm-hmm. right I could do a lot with life I could help people but I don't have it so I always think okay you know just start from the starting again I think I've built myself up fell down built myself up again fell down it's like I'm in a I'm on a ladder but then you know snakes and ladders have you ever played that mm. so you got ladders and then you yeah. got a snake yeah right? it's a board game yeah okay. so you throw the dice and you land on a number but then You've gone all the way near the top, but then there's a snake and you've landed on the snake and it brings you all the way back down, mm-hmm. right? That's how you feel? That's how I think my life is. So the way you achieve, there is always something that brings you yeah. back. So if I get up to a certain point, though, I'm just about to achieve something, I'll be back down. It's not me that's doing I don't know. I always think, is it me doing it? But I know it's the way... So say if I'm with you and I keep pushing you up pushing you up yeah it's fine you know I'll help you I'll help you the day it comes to me helping you I don't and obviously it's not helping you either right you're gonna think okay you know I trusted that person and you're gonna think I trusted Ginger and then she's let me down mm-hmm. right that's the first thing that will come into your mind mm-hmm. now for me I always think now okay I did trust that person, but now I've had enough. So I've tried with a lot of people, not just one person, so many people. And you never get what you're looking for. You never get it unless you find it yourself and do it yourself. So, so you used to rely on yourself, basically. Yeah, you can't, don't rely on anyone else because it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it all basically is coming from, it started as a child and yeah. then it just... It's built up. Building up. Thing is, as a child, Mm -hmm. my teacher was saying to me I should go into modelling. I told my dad. He said, all right, but my mum said, no. So I was like, all right. But then they started saying, you have to be five foot six, five foot so and so and so, which I'm not so. Now I did some modelling shoots, which was good. It was fun. I've joined some agencies, but... You know, they always give you that 
yeah, you know, it's okay. It doesn't matter about the weight and everything. But then they don't get back to you and you're sort of like, Mm -hmm. you know, don't waste my time and don't waste my energy because I haven't got it anymore. That's what I think. I think I've got, I don't have the time because I need to build up my life again. How is your relationship with your current husband? Like, are you able to speak up for yourself? Or you are not any more interested to tell him your truth? But I just don't bother. You that's what I meant. Yeah, mm. you don't bother anymore, right? No. It's because there is no point in according I, to you. I always think yes, okay. A guy always thinks they're right. I just leave him to think he's right, but he's not. I do say it. It has to I'm a very calm person, which is a bit of a a weird one, but I'm very calm and when it comes to the point of me cracking, it has to be a very, very strong thing. I have to go up to a certain... I can go up to here, mm-hmm. but if I go further, that's it. Reaching your limit. Yeah. Patience. If I go over, over a limit and that's it, then I'm like, no, no more. I'm going to say what I need to say. So where is the limit, the line with your husband now? I don't really say anything to him unless he pisses me off. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry about my language, but unless he really gets to me. Yeah. Okay. Then. But what I would say to the women out yeah. there that my are other being question. abused, yeah. that are. They are currently in the situation through, basically yeah. and like don't know what to do or where to go or, or, mm. or how to sort the situation. I would say if you don't have children, then go leave. You do have children, think. Because if you think your child is going to be in danger, then leave. Even the guys, I would say the same for a guy. If he's been abused, you know, if you you might think you love the person. Trust me, that's the first thing you think. You love the person. Okay. You can handle it. You're going to stay. But it'll be one day that's going to crack. Either you're going to end up doing something to yourself. Mm-hmm. Or you might end up doing it to someone else, mm-hmm. right? That's not going to be a nice situation. So you try know, to you, prevent that. Yeah. yeah, because you hear all these stories, yeah, you know, such and such was abused and they ended up killing their partner for it. No, what's gonna, what are you going to achieve? You're going to go behind bars and then what? Your life goes down the drain because mm-hmm. that's what you'll be doing for the rest of your life, sitting in prison. So two things you said I want to react to is that not just women but men also going through abuse, mm. which we need to also put out there. I think statistics say that women are most affected, of course, yeah. but uh, yeah, men out there as well. Mm-hmm. And in terms of men, it's very important to say as well because men, from my own experience as well, talking to men is that they don't tend to talk about feelings and emotions even no, less, don't. even less than women which is very dangerous. Yeah. That's why they are the the highest rate of suicides are men. Yeah. I and think men feel very ashamed of talking about what of talking about it because they think I'm a guy. And if anyone hears that I'm getting beaten up by a woman, you know, they're going to put me to shame. But turn it around, guys. The same for the woman. When they're getting beaten up, they're thinking, okay, if I tell someone, they're going to laugh at me. Oh, you're with a guy that beats you up. Do you understand? Yeah. 
and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You change the wheels around and the same for the guys. Change it again, same for the women. You can't say, oh, for the guys it's even worse. No. Fine, they're meant to be men, you know, masculine or manly and everything. I remember one of my, a gay friend of mine, and he'd end up cooking for his boyfriend every night. Oh, he said, he'd, he'd always say, you know what, Ginge, what? He's going to come around tonight. Okay, I'm going to cook this and that. I said, but he didn't turn up last night. Yeah, but he said he'll come tonight. But you got the food from last night. Oh, no, I'll make it fresh, right? Would he turn up? No. It happened for a few days. Then his mum came into my shop. Can you do me a favour? I'll look after the shop. Can you go and sort him out? See how he is. He was such a lovely guy. But that guy was just using him uh-huh. all the time. He'd sit there cooking for him every night. And I said to him, look, don't let him do that to you. Look at you. You know, look what's happening to you. Oh, no, you don't understand. And he'd sat there in his cafe, cried. And I said to him, you know what? Don't. Because you're making yourself feel really low. You know, just don't do it. Because your life means more. I go, think about your mum. What is she going through, seeing you like this all the time? And then he did turn up. And then he broke up with them. After the meal. Well, I was like, okay, you know, yeah, why? You know, just why? I don't understand. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a guy or if you're a girl. You go through, everyone goes through crap in life. But it's the way you handle it, I think. Mm -hmm. Some can handle it very well. Example, I think. (laughs) But some can't. Because there is this thing that even though the person, the abuser, mm. is giving you this hard time, beating you up and stuff like that, the way how they keep you is that sometimes they give you that little bit of love. Yeah, for or, some reason. Isn't they'll it? beat you and then yeah. they'll be so loving. And on the other day, like, but then on the other day again. Yeah, and it's like... So you have this hope like... Yeah, you sort of think, okay... He does he care for me? Does he love me? It was with my first husband. When I fell pregnant the second time, he ended up moving out, living at my sister's house because she was married to his brother. So he went there and his parents were there and everything. And the the time before he was about to leave, I think it was a day or two before he was going to go, He came over and he goes, come, let's go for a meal. So I was like, okay, I guess all right. Just we had a fish and chips shop around the corner. Good, just have that. So we went there, got takeaway, came home. We had it together. And the funny thing was before he left, that's the last time I saw him, Mm -hmm. before I saw him often with my divorce papers. But that night he was... After we ate, we sat there, we had a chat. Before he left, he burst out into tears. Like, literally, he burst out into tears. He was, hug- he was hugging me. 
and wouldn't stop crying. Now, that made me think, what the hell's going on, you know? Yeah. So um, what was going on? I didn't know what you was didn't... going on, right? Yeah, he didn't say what was going on. He just kept crying. He cried so much. Did you ask him what's going on? Yeah, did I did you... ask him. What, what did you get? Nothing. I love you. I'll always love you. And he was hugging our son as well. I'm like, the three, like he had him in his arms and he was just like cuddling me. And I was like, hmm. Mm. And then two days later, he's already gone. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you sort of think, okay. And they kept hitting my brain. It was like, what's happening? Why is he crying so much? But that was like they say it was your last meal together. <laughs> so he could have killed me or he let me go, sort of thing. Gosh. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, he could have done anything, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But... I wanted to ask another question as well. When you were speaking about what would you advise to women who are going through this experience currently? Maybe modification of the question. What needs to change in their mindset? How they think for them to realize or take that step, that action. Okay, I'm, I'm ready, mm. I'm leaving. I think they need to figure it out themselves. No one can do it for them. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to realize, are they capable of carrying on life this way that they're doing at the moment? Trust me, I've been through it all. So for me, I don't know, people might look at me and think, yeah, right, she's been through it. I'm being honest. I've been through so much that I'm shocked I'm still alive. You know? And when I think about it, then I do say silly things like, I called up my mum one time. And I said to her, why didn't you kill me when I was born? She was like, can't. Does, does your mum knows now what happened to you as a child? Yeah, that was bad. Okay, tell me how she... What, when how did she, did she find out? Yeah. She found out from my, my husband, that my second husband. So my husband I'm married to now. I told him and he went and told my parents. I was like... That's when my whole family found out. Mm -hmm. So my brothers found out and uh, that was it. They were like, you didn't talk to us about it. I'm here. But... Did they ask you why you didn't talk or anything about that? No, I think they were just ashamed themselves. That they didn't know? Yeah. Till today? You know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay. I did have a go at my hobby for it. I said to him, what the hell, why did you tell him? I told you in confidence, not for you to go and tell everybody. Oh, they're your parents. I go, yeah, but only I had the right to do that, not you. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. So anything you're going through, it doesn't matter if it's me, yourself, or everyone out there, it's your thing that you're going through. But if you want to survive it, change yourself into who you want to be, not into what someone wants you to be. Think that, yeah, logically, are you capable of looking after yourself? When you think about yourself from the past in the being in the first abusive marriage, mm. with your current understanding and mindset, would you change your situation? Then? Yep. Oh, yeah. So you would leave and you would... Like, I did leave. Yeah, you did leave. Did you leave sir, earlier? I left 
Oh my god. Like before your son was born? <sighs> no. No? No, only because I didn't want to cause any pain for my parents. Okay. So... No, I didn't. I think I did the biggest mistake there, but yeah, I didn't leave beforehand. Because there were times that he was so loving, and then there were times that he was such a a bad person that you could see that, you know, so stay was, away. What was going through your mind uh, within you when he was so loving and showed you that appreciation maybe or love? How did you feel? Nothing. I just thought, all right, that's life. You know, this is what I want. But I'd get beaten up for anything. If I'd come home from work and I've got off one stop before my stop just to buy my nephews and nieces, so his brother's children, sweets or anything, someone would see me call him up. He'd come home instead of saying hello, it would be like slap across the face or a kick in the stomach or my hair pulled. And I always think that, okay, I survived that. So if I survived that, I can survive anything. So I would say to the guys and the girls out there that mm -hmm. are going through it mm -hmm. in this situation and these days, look for help. If not with you, and at least someone. You know. I'm going to get a lot of calls now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. Trust me, though. <laughs> I think me opening up to you was the biggest thing. For me. Was it? Because mm. I don't I don't open up to people because I don't know what they're going to say to me. So even now, all these people that are going to be listening, I don't know what how they're going to judge me. They might just say, look at me and say, yeah, right. Or say, yeah, you deserved it. Or anything, you know. I don't know what they're going to react, how they're going to react to me. But... Does it worry you? No. I'm not. I don't care anymore. If they want to judge me for my life, oh, good luck to them. They have no right to do it, do they? They don't have the right. <laughs> but if they want to do it, they can do it. It's not going to stop them, is it? You can't control other people, can you? Or their behavior? No. I think with me, it's my older sister. The so the eldest, not the middle one. <laughs> She helped me out a lot. I remember when I ran away. And because he beat me up so badly, so badly that I was bleeding through from my ears. So all I picked up was my son and some nappies. And I walked out without shoes. And before I walked out, he said to me, if you leave me, that means you're leaving God. I looked at him and I said, if you're God, that's where you've put yourself. If you're God. I don't want to know who God is. And I walked out the door. I remember I didn't, I don't even think I had money. But I ran to the, didn't have no shoes on. So it was just nappies on my son in my arms. And I ran to the taxi stand, so cab office. Got a cab to my sister's. And I think I was unconscious until I got there because I don't remember the, Journey. Journey. Mm -hmm. and when I, and I know he's the one that knocked up my sister's door and she's the one that came out and then I went to into her house and she said shall I call dad and I said no 
and she got a telling off for it. <laughs> and my dad was so angry with her. Why didn't you tell us that she's with you? And But I didn't think that he would have the guts to tell So I didn't think he had that strength to call my parents to say, oh, she's gone. I don't, I don't know where. So he didn't? I didn't tell them. He did. My no, ex. He did, actually. Yeah. He called them asking from there. Uh-huh. And then... Because I didn't go until the next day to my parents. My sister went with me. And I know my, my dad went to beat him up. And my brother got in the way and stopped my dad. But my dad did say to him, if anything happens to my daughter, you're going to be the one that's going to... I'm going to have you charged for it. My dad said it to my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Then when we ended up going there and I stayed there for a few days and then my older brother he came home one night and said pack your stuff You're, he's coming to pick you up my ex I go let me tell dad then that I'm going because I don't want dad thinking oh she's gone he goes no he goes I've said it to you you're going to go so I was like alright you know my brother's saying it he's not going to think bad for me is he and um, I did say a few times, like I told Dad, but he goes, no, I'm saying it. So I went, he's promised he's never going to lay a hand on you again, and he's promised this, he's promised that. So I said, all right, that's the case, then fine, isn't it? And so we leave the house. The first traffic lights we come to, he punched me in the face, slapped me. Who? My ex, saying, you bitch, you left me. And it was like, okay. Brother said this, it didn't happen. You know, when he left me as well, it was like my sister, the first thing that my sister said, the middle sister, was don't tell them don't tell the family I knew that he was going to leave you. I'd go, why wouldn't I tell them? Oh, because then they'll stop talking to me. But then, I'm sorry, you put yourself there, you know. If she listens to this, she's going to hate me for it. But, <laughs> you know, but oh. it just makes you think. Yep. Because when we did meet up, it was two weeks ago, I saw she kept saying, oh, you were the spoiled one, you got everything. I go, did I? Now, I probably got chocolates, a few more chocolates than what they did, but I didn't get everything that I've always wanted, or I wasn't spoiled enough that I was clubbing all night, you know. I just carried on with life. I didn't go around crying to people. I just did things. But I didn't do... I'm not saying I'm proud of everything. I mean, I could have done so much better in my education, and I didn't. That's just the way things are. But I haven't, with my children, I've, that's the first thing I said to them. You, you're going to educate yourselves. Please have an education. It's not going to do anything for me. You're not going to achieve anything for myself. It's for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, edu- if you get a good education, you'll get a better life. Which I think is so much better than having no education or a minimal education. How old are your kids now? Oh, 
as his the eldest is 36 34 29 24 tw- no 24 25 23 and 21 so you have 6 6 i just realized i even forgot <laughs> i have 6 children <laughs> okay okay four from this marriage two from the first marriage mhm but yeah and Sometimes. i guess you would never want that to happen to them no happen to you but that's the thing i always say to, it's easy to say you always say to everyone let me know if anything happens but they don't do that you people don't tell you they don't even if it's your children they're not going to tell you until way later and you sort of think you could tell me beforehand i say that to everyone i remember as like in my younger days i used to be an agony aunt for a lot of people so kids used to come well kids the children used to come up to me and ask me oh you know i've got a boyfriend do you think it's okay for me to do this and i'd say no don't lose yourself to a guy just for the sake of it just because you want to act big don't do that because it's, you're going to regret it one day you know only do something when you want to do it not because someone wants you to do it that's how i feel mm-hmm. i say it to my kids now do what you want to do because i don't want you lot regretting life in the future you know and they all seem to be fine they say to me mum you start doing things for yourself do you hear that really do you hear that huh you should start doing things for yourself they say that from every side mm. <laughs> yeah i mm. am gonna you know when you know that okay you haven't got anywhere to go you can go to you go to a hotel and stay there it's going to cost you a lot of money right you go to a friend but how long are you going to stay there for until you sort out something else yeah but do you know if they're going to allow it you don't know unless you ask yeah so you end up thinking twice so you don't end up a lot of people say yeah I'd go like that they wouldn't if even if they did even if they do like a click of a finger they will run right mhm but then do they know where they're running to and if they don't then what have they got planned if you do know where you're running to are you sure that the person is actually going to help you mhm help you like literally help i generally help yeah. yeah everything i helped a friend i booked her she left her husband she came to me and i said to her i can't let you stay here because my husband this is when i was with my first husband that my husband won't allow it so we'll book you a hotel and everything i'll book it for you I'll, you know she said oh i need money that's fine i'll help you she said swear on my daughter's life you'll never tell anyone i did anyway I booked her the hotel. She stayed there. I paid for it. I gave her money. Swore on her daughter's life. And then when her parents started accusing me of being the one that messed up her marriage, I was like, "No, I didn't. I didn't even say anything about the money until they said I owe her money." And I'm thinking, "Huh? I go, I do what? 
And they said, you owe her money, you took money off her. I go, did I? So I go, listen, I swore on your granddaughter that I would never tell anyone, but this is what happened. She she denied it, and I'm thinking, that's your daughter that I swore upon, and now you're denying mm -hmm. that I actually did it. So now I always think, well... Why do you think she did it? That's why now I don't I don't understand people. That's why I don't have that trust in anyone, because I just think, well, they end up... It's sad. It you know, is it is very sad. Very sad. Did you feel that you can't really trust anyone? Trust me. It's a horrible feeling. I trust you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it is a yeah, horrible I, feeling. I just, yeah, I can, I mean... So for all be. the men and women out there that are suffering... If you don't have anyone that you can talk to, please, please, do get in touch with Simona. Yes. Trust me, she's, <laughs> she has taught me a lot in the few weeks that we've known each other. So it? how did it change you, the conversation with me, or that you were able to open up? With you? Yeah. I think with you it's so easy. At the, fir at the first few questions you asked me, I was like, hang on. <laughs> this can't be right. She's asking me a question, yeah, that no one's ever dared to ask me. Mm. And then that's when I was honest and I've just told you things. But I don't normally do that. But do you think it helped you then? Yeah. In a I way. Think I don't know. Just... It's helped me in a way that I have been able to, like, when I told you about the weight thing that happened at work because they were judging me because you know, because of my weight, that oh, it's good that you're in a certain area because you have to do a lot of running around. I wouldn't have said to the person otherwise, that, you know, what the hell, don't judge me like that. Or I wouldn't have turned around and said, you know what, I've had three operations and I go to the gym every five days to six days a week, which I don't think you ever do, right? I was able to, like, Respond Say something without yeah. getting angry. I didn't get angry. I just said it, and they just looked at just me. Stood your it ground. Was like, yeah, because I don't. Why should you judge someone anyway? You know, I don't know what's going on in your life. You know what's going on in my life. I'm in the position, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but like all these people out there, I don't know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Some might look happy on the outside yeah but they're dying in the inside mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i'm just going to see what i can see isn't it mm -hmm. so i'm going to see oh you know such a happy person i don't know what's going on inside so why would you want to just judge someone just because of what they are how they present themselves yeah you know they present them they it's their way of Living. Living, dealing maybe with yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So obviously you want someone treating you how you want to be treated, mm -hmm. right? So if I come to you and I'm like, hello, you're going to be thinking, hang on. But if you've got a smile on your face, I'm feeling low, but you're smiling at me, it will help me to smile, right? It just, you just think, oh, that's really nice. We're getting to the point of the conversation as well that yeah. is important that by just you sharing just what you went through, bit. it's yeah. like 
I'm sure um, many people out there like, yeah. wow. Trust me, you just say one thing. Yeah. Just ask someone, how are you? That, those few words. Being noticed. Mm, that helps someone so much. You and know. you help so many people today, Ginger. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but I hope I do. Just Trust by me. sharing. Mm. Trust speaking me. Speaking about that. I'm not going to judge anyone, you know, but please don't take your lives because mm -hmm. no point. I've seen, I know a few people that have, and I've seen what's happened to the families. You know, and these are one person was someone's wife and she was young and it's like and it's killing him that she actually done it and it wasn't even because of him it was because of her own family and it's killing him until today he's still suffering from it because they were so much in love you know but her family destroyed things for her And you sort of think, but you went and hanged yourself, you know. How hard must have that been at that point? You know, I didn't want to come out straight with it, but doing that, it's just horrible. You sort of think, then the, the girl's family tried blaming the boy for it, but he was like, not even in the same country. Mm. So, you know, you sort of think, well, don't do things like that. You're already making him suffer because your daughter's gone and done that because of you guys. And now you're trying to make him suffer more because of what you're doing. Which might end up in the... Yeah. And if that happens, oh my God, it would be really bad because he could... But this is what can happen, right? Yeah. Like we sometimes don't realize how mm. our behavior, yeah. what we tell someone can affect them. Yeah. We can't even imagine what's going on inside of the person. Mm. I know. Yeah. It's like with one lady that I knew, she got blamed by for something that she didn't even do. Then her family started going against her and everything. So she just got up one day. She didn't put no shoes on. She went in her pajamas and just jumped in front of the train. But, you know... At the end of the day, you, she didn't have anyone that she could talk to. Mm -hmm. Because of her situation, she couldn't say anything. That's unfortunately for her, because she did work at doctor's surgery. So you'd think she'd have more support. But because of everything that happened, she couldn't. And her own family went against her. Her children stopped talking to her. You know, literally was so awful to her that she just got up one day and just jumped. Yeah, that's very, very... That's... And it makes you feel, sad. you know... I don't know what was with me, I think. I think with my... I suppose with my self-harm and everything. That was the way how you released... That was my way. Yeah. You know, instead of me... I don't think I've got that in me that I could just kill myself. I don't think I'd want to do that. I think I want the challenge of living. <laughs> you challenge. named it challenge of living. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm brought up for that. Yeah. yeah strong born. roots right there. Yeah. <laughs> strong roots. <laughs> you got to in it. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay.
I just think, okay, you know, no matter what, Ginger, that's you. You can do it. So. What would be your very, very last message for, for the people out there listening to us now? I'd say, honestly, get in touch with someone. Speak up, yeah. Speak up, because I've handled it. That was me. I'm not going to say it's easy, but I handled it fine. I'm grateful to have you in my life. Honestly, I'm not Thank just saying you. it because we're here. I'm grateful for you as well. I do really appreciate everything. But yeah, if not anyone else, you know, you've got Simona here. <laughs> Guys, do contact someone. It doesn't matter if... There are helplines yeah, as well. There which... are helplines, yeah, that you can get in contact. But don't mess your mindset up for someone. Do things for yourself. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, and guys, don't think because you're a guy that, you know... You can handle it. Yeah, because most guys can't. They always say a woman can handle more than what a guy can just because of her having more strength. Did you know that? I heard that, yeah. Mm. Women have more strength than what a guy does. What do you think? I think it's true because guys can't handle a lot of things. They can't. doesn't matter how good or how bad they are. I'm not saying, fine, you know, we get abused, fine, I've been abused. I do think sometimes a guy abuses or a girl abuses because of what they've been through. There could be a situation that we don't know about the person. Yes. So... This is what we talk about, like, if, for example, the person has been abused as a child, but they may not... Abuse someone else. Exactly. So you've got these pedophiles outside that end up you know raping and doing things and but we don't know what's gone in their life but then even if it has happened to them mm-hmm. I think they need to realize this you don't need to repeat it this is about awareness yeah yeah that's why people sometimes they choose to go this way yeah or that other yeah. Once you realize True. a process maybe, like just like what happened to you. Just let yourself to go through that or yeah, speaking about just, it as yeah. well. And that's when you sort of choose what you're gonna do yeah. with it. It's just the way things are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an awful thing, I'm not saying, but I mean if anyone wants to speak to me, I could do that. Yeah, I wanted to say as well, yeah. if, if anyone has a question or yeah. want to reach out to Ginger as well. Yeah, um, please do, you know. know. Go through Simona. <laughs> if she says yes, Ginger can handle it. Uh, from now on, I'm the manager, Ginger. <laughs> Ginger, thank you so much for being here and sharing information. Thank you for having me. Information and uh, hope being so helpful. You, yeah, you are very inspirational, strong. Thank you. Uh, I try to be lovely I've been very person. nervous. Sitting there, <laughs> pulling up my hands and my nails and everything. Okay. But yeah, I've done it. It's not easy. No. I can't imagine it's not but trust easy. trust me, it's the best thing. If you can talk about it to someone that actually does understand. Or oh, does care. Yeah, and cares. Listens. It's different when you have someone in front of you that's just listening and thinking, oh, yeah, whatever. No. So you need someone that will actually listen. This is both for men and women. I'm saying it too. So, yes, guys, you know, there is someone out there. 
that won't think you're not a man. And girls, same for you. They won't think that you're less of a woman. And so, right. Thank you for your final That's message, okay. Asia. Thank you. <laughs> I'd like to say to everyone that feel free to get in touch, either with me, and I'm going to get you in touch with this amazing woman. Thank you. And also feel free to share, spread the word about this topic and feel free to share with someone who might need to hear this message. Definitely. That's how the things are going to change Yeah. in the world nowadays, step by step. Definitely. And you are not alone. Yes, not alone. Not alone. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Ginger. You. <laughs>